have some breaking news. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission just identified the 85-year-old woman who died in yesterday's alligator attack in Fort Pierce. That's what the Florida TV news channels were reporting last week after an 85-year-old woman was attacked and killed by a huge alligator as she was walking her Shih Tzu dog named Trooper along the edge of a pond near her winter home in a retirement community in Fort Pierce, Florida, which is near Vero Beach on the east coast north of West Palm. The story and the video of the attack have made headlines around the world. You may have even seen photos of the poor woman. Gloria Serge was American. She lived at Spanish Lakes Fairway's 55-plus community for the last 20 years. And I put the link to see some of the stories in our show notes. While I was visiting family in Florida last week, it was all anyone was talking about at the pool and the water aerobics class. But for Toronto's Jay Mandelker, it wasn't just a story on TV. Mandelker never expected that his annual winter holiday as a snowbird would put him right in the center of things because he is president of the Homeowners Association in the women's community. And the incident had him liaising with local police and with Florida wildlife officials and the other traumatized property owner snowbirds to make sure the area is safe from further attacks from other gators. So to say you shouldn't go to Florida because there are alligators and it's dangerous, would you say I'm never going to a beach? because there are one or two people killed by sharks a year? No. You just have to be cautious. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Tuesday, February the 28th, 2023. Welcome to the CJN Daily. It's a podcast of the Canadian Jewish News, sponsored by Metropium. There are over a million alligators in Florida, And while the Everglades are full of them, it's becoming more and more common for people to encounter them in inhabited areas too, like on the golf course. In fact, wildlife experts say most of the ponds and bodies of fresh or brackish water where people live have alligators, with more development communities being built in the alligator's natural habitat. You're not supposed to stand by the edge of these ponds and fish. You're definitely not supposed to walk a small dog or a child near the edge. And you're not supposed to feed the alligators either, although some people do. The gator who attacked the woman was one of the bigger ones, 10 feet long or over 3 meters and over 500 pounds. Locals knew him. He'd been around a while. They even nicknamed him Henry. And although Jay Mandelker says people should know better, he's going to put up more warning signs at the front gates from now on. Jay Mandelko joins me from Fort Pierce. You're on the news in West Palm Beach because an alligator ate a, a resident and, a, and you're the president? Tell us what happened. She was walking, as the lady was walking her Shih Tzu along the bank of one of the lakes here, an alligator came out wanting a tasty treat of her dog. The alligator actually captured the dog in its mouth. She yanked on the leash got the dog free and in her fear must have dropped the leash and the dog scampered up the bank to safety. She didn't. The alligator caught her leg in his jaws, pulled her into the lake and she did not come out on her own. The uh, St. Lucie County Police Sheriff's Department and the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission were present and they retrieved her body, put it in the body bag, and took her away. 
Well, how did this, everybody saw this? Or it was like, it took a while until they saw she was missing. What happened? It was actually caught, uh, part of it was caught on the uh, video security camera. And a neighbor saw, heard screaming, ran to her bedroom window, saw it. And this neighbor recorded part of it with her cell phone. Like she didn't have any time to go rescue her? Or was there no one that could help her? The lady who was watching from her bedroom window called 911. The victim's frantic neighbor can be heard on this just-released 911 call. An alligator has a woman. How big is it? It's a huge gator. It's huge. I don't have anything to get to her. The authorities were, of course, dispatched, but by the time they arrived, it was too late. She was gone. Now tell me a bit about this uh, development that you live in, that you're head of the Homeowners Association. This is like, is this a Snowbirds from Canada resort or like who lives there? There are 1,500 homes here. Of the 1,500, most are full-time residents. It's a 55 plus seniors community. And there are many Snowbirds. There are probably more license plates from Quebec and some from Ontario than uh, all other states other than Florida. Tell me about the, this is the first time an alligator's ever been spotted there or what's the situation? It is definitely not the first time an alligator has been spotted. We do see them from time to time. Generally, they stay away from humans, but in the um, afternoons, you may find them basking because they are cold-blooded reptiles basking in the sunlight to warm their bodies, but they don't chase us. If you're walking along the edge with what looks to be a tasty treat, such as a dog or cat or small child, they don't feel inhibited. They will come up and grab it. So it's common knowledge that in Florida, where there's water, there are alligators. So you must stay away. Don't walk near the edges. There are lots of ponds, waterways by the golf courses. And sometimes when people are are out on the fairways, they will spot alligators, but they keep their distance. In Florida, as you know, many people have guns. So perhaps they are less intimidated than we Canadians are. Because if uh, I asked the um, major who addressed us from the Florida Wildlife Commission yesterday, well, if we see one, and it looks like we're in danger. Are we allowed to shoot it? Because I know we're not allowed hunting wildlife. He said, you are permitted to protect yourself. The humans are at the top of the chain and you may do what is necessary to preserve your life. However, he said in his words, if the alligator is 50 yards, let's say 45 meters away, no, that would be considered hunting. That doesn't pose an immediate danger. So that would be forbidden. And uh, of course, they would always do an investigation afterwards. I was going to say, so you had a big meeting after this happened. And you said, I read about 200 people were there. Was any more found uh, in this development resort? Yes, that alligator wasn't the only one. The day after, they caught two more. And yesterday, another one. And they pulled them out and took them away. The first one that they got, the one that killed the lady, was euthanized. I don't know what they're going to do about the other three, if they'll be rehabited somewhere else or if they will be turned into uh, handbags and shoes and 
alligator meat. Uh, how do the people in your neighbors and the people you're responsible, how are they reacting to this? One of the fellows, uh, probably a fellow who may have been 80 years old, stood up and he was angry, vociferously saying, how can you allow this to happen? You got it. You see them, you shoot them, you kill them, you take them away. They're a danger to society. And then there were other people who said, look, we have moved here. We came from the north. We came from Florida. We know that there are alligators here. They were here first. You can't just kill everyone because you see it. So what we have to do, and I suggested that we post more signs, although everybody should know that in Florida, where there's water, there are alligators. Expect it. So be cautious. But uh, we'll probably post some more signs, at least at the entrance of our development, so that people will read it and hopefully bear in mind the necessity for caution. Is there going to be like a funeral or a memorial for this poor lady? Or what's the story? When I started last night's meeting, the HOA meeting, after we always started with the Pledge of Allegiance. And then I asked in honor of Gloria Serge that everybody bow their heads for a moment of silence to honor her. We did do that. Whether the family is planning something, I'm not aware. How big an alligator was it? Do they know if it was like a male, a female? Do they know anything? I don't know the sex of the alligator, uh, but it is what, about 10 feet long. In Florida, it's considered that if an alligator is at least four feet long and posing a problem, I'm using the word problem, not even a danger, he could then be, or it could then be considered a nuisance alligator. And in that case, you may call and they will come to see and perhaps trap it. If it's only three and a half feet long, a meter long, you don't touch it and hope it doesn't touch you. So you've been coming down to this place for how many years, um, Jay? Well, I've been coming to Florida since 2015 as a, uh, a snowbird. So one day my wife and I were driving along. We saw a billboard for Spanish Lakes Fairways with the price of a single family house with a one car garage that was unbelievable. So I took the phone number and I called and I was right. The price was unbelievable. She said, it's an old sign. The price is now X thousand dollars more. And I started looking online and I was able to buy a detached three bedroom house with a two car garage for the price that I sold my condo in Delray Beach. So I moved north. It's um, not the cosmopolitan center of Yiddishkeit in Florida. So I was between you and me and our readers uh, somewhat reluctant. As a matter of fact, let me tell you this. I took the residence directory. This was just before Passover when we first moved in, March a couple of years ago. And I saw the name Deborah Levine. Levine, oh, a Lanceman, good, I'll give her a call. And being a total stranger and not wanting her to wonder or be nervous as to why I was calling, Mrs. Levine, good afternoon. My name is Jay Mandelker. My wife and I just moved into your development. And I was wondering, Mrs. Levine, if you might know where we could get kosher food for Passover. There was a pause. And then she answered me, well, not really. You see, I'm one of the goyim who live here. 
And then we both cracked up laughing. She said to me, Levine was her ex-husband's name. That's why she had it. But there were some other people. There's a fellow, Yale Goldberg, 89 years old, still working. Uh, he and I chatted and I asked him, what are you doing the first night of Passover? Same as every night, sitting at home eating by myself. So I asked, would you like to come to our place for Seder night? He said, would I? Sure. Thank you. He came over moments later with a uh, a bottle of Manischewitz wine. And then he returned that evening for Seder. And would you believe it, Ellen? Here I was with him at the table, my wife, and uh, another couple of elderly p people I invited. And at 70 years of age, I still had to ask the four questions as the youngest at the table. <laughs> okay, so you're a travel agent, Jay. You're not a wildlife wrangler or a president of, you know, a city, a mayor. But now you have to deal with something that is life and death. And it's very, very scary. How did you cope with this so far? You're, you're on vacation. I'm an empathetic individual. And I'm also realistic as to what must be done, what should be done. And I never look to reproach people. For example, at the end of the meeting, somebody said something and I said, look, I'm not like these lawyers you see advertising on TV or the billboards here. Hey, call us. We sue for anything. As far as the alligator situation is concerned, everybody here has learned a lesson. It's something that many of us were cautious about, especially the golfers who are near ponds. And in the state of Florida, there are um, 60 some counties. Everyone has alligators. And in the 60 years that they've been keeping track, 26 people have been killed by alligators. So you wear your seatbelt, motorcyclists wear their helmets, not in Florida, but elsewhere. Right. And there was a hammerhead shark off the beach off Delray last week, and it was on the news also, I, I heard when I was here. I think this is so upsetting, and I, I, my heart goes out to all of the people who are dealing with this in your, in your development. Uh, we'll stay in touch to see what happens next. I mean, so you found three more. They're gone. But people, I'm sure, are yes. walking very carefully now. Yes. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Phyllis Burke of Toronto. She's off to Tokyo in Japan to compete in the Tokyo Marathon this coming weekend. Burke is a master marathoner. She was on Canada's Maccabea team this past summer in Israel. She competed in the 10K. She's ranked number one in her age category for half marathons in Ontario, but she's never done the Tokyo Marathon before. She is married to former Canadian Olympic track star Bruce Kidd, by the way. Thanks for listening to the CJN Daily. We'll talk to you tomorrow.